Hello, it is 7 a.m. in New York, 1 p.m. in Johannesburg, and 6 p.m. in Bangkok. Welcome to the Expat Happy Hour. This is Sunday Schneider Bean from sundaybean.com. I'm a solution-oriented coach and intercultural strategist for individuals and organizations. And I am on a mission to help you adapt and succeed when living abroad and get you through any life transition. My eight-year-old loves to play this game with me. Mama, would you rather eat someone's toenail clippings or a bowl of oatmeal someone sneezed in? Mama, would you rather break your leg from a dramatic fall or get hit by a car when you're on your bike? Okay. (laughs) Who likes being forced with these two kind of choices. I know I'm not the only one. And I think this is how many people feel when they're considering running their own business, right? I'm looking at you. If you are a coach who wants to work with expats, or if you are thinking about having a service-based business, you might be asking yourself, Well, gosh, would you rather put yourself out there publicly or make zero money, right? Both options can feel painful, right? So listen up. If you have a thing and you'd like to be making more money from it, this is exactly what I'm talking about in this six-week series on behind the scenes, right? I'm, I'm especially talking to people who are interested in serving expats, right? Listen, don't let my son trick you into thinking you only have these two options. And don't let yourself trick yourself into thinking that you can't do what you love be authentic, and make good money, right? I really believe that this is hard for us to accept. We feel like we are stuck with these two yucky choices in the game that my son plays, Would You Rather? Because we're fed so much from the internet on what it takes to run a successful business, especially those of us who want to run uh, portable businesses around the world, people who are coaching across continents. Everything is so polished and promotional and everything seems to be done with so much ease. And then you're over here struggling. Or if you're not all that, and I'm making like air quotes with my fingers, you think that you're not cut out for it. Right? And if you believe this, If you think it's either that way or the other way, then guess who loses? You lose because you don't get to do that thing that you're actually made for, that thing that you studied for, that thing that you invested, you know, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to do. You, who else loses? Your potential clients lose out, the people that you are perfectly poised to support. And and honestly, the ones that people don't usually think about is your loved ones. Because you're probably a lot crankier if you're not doing the thing that you love, right? And take it from me, I know I pushed away doing my own thing for many years. I was employed and things were going great, but I pushed away this idea that I could have something for myself because I felt 
I was also put into a forced choice situation. You can either have security or you can run your own thing, right? Which is not true. You can actually have both. So if you missed episode 196, not the entrepreneurial type, check that out because I share some really honest truths that might surprise you about what it took for me to become the entrepreneurial type. Episode 197, we had a really honest conversation about challenges of dual career couples and the detriment that can happen to the relationship and to the individual if you don't do some careful thinking about your own thing when you say yes for your partner to take that assignment abroad. And now we're here we are week three. I'm so excited. So thank you for being here. Um, And guess what? We are going to talk about the scary V word. No, another V word. Let me explain. Many of you, you know, wrote me and those who have applied for Expat Coach Coalition have asked me about how do you get started? right? You want to know how to get started. Maybe you you just got fresh out of your coaching school. Most coaching schools don't do a very good job at helping you um, know how to, what to do with your business afterwards. They're great at teaching methodology of coaching, but they're not very strong on the business side. It's usually like a quick class or two. Some of you might be really clear on what you would like to do, but you don't know where to begin because it feels like there's so much to do, right? And that terrifies you. But it, the V word that I'm talking about, when you say you're wondering how to get started, what you're really scared of and what you're really asking about is about how to become visible, right? The big, bad, scary V word is visibility. People can usually take steps once they have a clear path on what you should do first, second, third, but they hit a wall when it comes to one of those steps are to be visible, right? So if that's you, you are definitely not alone. And I can tell you it was absolutely me. I even have evidence of it documented. If you go back to um, an article I did in 2003, it was one step to conquer fear. And I shared how I made the transition from blogging to doing video. And let me tell you, I'm going to share this and I know it sounds so silly in hindsight, right? If you're like, seriously, Sunday, you were scared of doing video. You were living in West Africa where there was malaria risk. You know, you had gone through political uprisings, transitional governments and coup d'etats. And that was a thing that you were scared of. But I'm going to be really, really honest here. So blogging felt safe because blogging was writing and it was around my ideas and having an academic background, I felt solid in my like writing skills. And it also felt solid in my ideas because, you know, I could do research, I can support my ideas, et cetera. So if you are going to attack my article, then it will have to be on criteria around, you know, proper English language, good vocabulary, idea, support, et cetera, et cetera, which I felt like, okay, I can defend myself with these sort of very academic principles. So I was blogging for a long time and I started to get the feedback Sunday, you come off different in person than you do in your blog. Like we like your blogs, but there's more that comes out in video and you should do video. So I was willing to try it because I knew it was a part about growing 
my reach uh, with my audience and I was super committed to growing my business and it scared the living daylights out of me. And I, and if I'm really honest, it scared me. Even when I say it, I notice there's emotion that comes up in my throat. That's so weird. From seven years ago, I'm feeling something come up right now. So seven years ago, it was around if I put out my video, then people don't judge my ideas or my writing. They actually judge me. Right? Ouch. Right? And I'm someone who has come to learn that part of the default that I had for a while and still work with is, you know, everybody just wants to be liked. Who doesn't want to be liked? Right? So what if you don't like me? What if you don't like the sound of my voice? What if you don't like how I look? What if you don't like the way I come across? Because now you're not rejecting my very well thought out (laughs) researched ideas. You're rejecting me. And I'm saying that because we have got to put that on the table, right? Like (laughs) if you do not put that on the table, we are not talking about business because part of being visible is dealing with the crap that comes out when you think about putting yourself out there. And that came out of me in 2013 in my process. I have watched client after client after client courageously overcome this very similar process. And I don't want to hide it from you, right? That's why I'm putting it out there. This is why visibility is part of the behind the scenes series in these six weeks. Okay. And I'm warning you, (laughs) if you are a natural and you just love putting yourself out there, you love, you know, creating visibility for you and the things you believe in. This is perfect, but you're not like 99% of my clients. Most of the people that I work with feel called to do something. They are creative. They might be artists. They might be writers. They might um, have a social justice heart. They want to put the thing out into the world, but they're, they're feeling blocked on how to do that. Right. And we got to go deep <laughs> to get in there um, so that you can get over it and actually start making the change in the world or in your community or in your profession or with the people that you want to impact. Right. So that is a really important thing I wanted to say. The V word visibility is scary for people because you don't want to be judged. You don't want to be rejected and you want to be liked. There you go. I said it. It's true. It is so many people feel this way. And if you're really honest with yourself, listen inside to see if that's you too. Okay. It's okay. It's totally okay. And what's crazy about this is, you know, 2013 me, I I mean, I taught public speaking, right? I taught at the university. I've danced in front of thousands of people. You wouldn't think that I would have resistance to moving from blogging to video, right? You would think it would have been a natural 
transition for me, but no, I had to confront my crap to get there. And I say that because there are people listening who everyone around you would say you are super confident and you've actually presented confidently in public spaces. But when you're forced to show up in new ways, let's say creating visibility with an online business or whatever, the new thing that you're creating, yeah, new things might come up. And if it's coming up, don't worry, you're normal. I've got some really basic steps for you today um, to help you create visibility. Some are basic and simple. Some are um, tough love. (laughs) So get ready. I've got three main tips for you today when we're talking about visibility. Tip one is simply start with the very first dictionary definition of visibility, and that is being able to be seen. So when you're asking me, Sunday, how do I get started? with your business, right? If you know what you want to do, then the first step is to ask yourself, well, are you hiding? (laughs) Like literally, can people see you? Do you have a online presence? Do you show up in person where your people are? Right? So are you able to be seen? So before we even make like elaborate communication plans, you know, over the next three months and, you know, pick out Instagram, blah, blah, blah. No, let's just get basic. Are you hiding? If the answer is yes, then really ask yourself, why are you hiding? And then the second step is in which spaces is it important for you to step out and be seen? right? And maybe that's just having a Facebook page or maybe it's creating your LinkedIn profile, right? Or maybe it's starting an Instagram account or maybe it's changing, adding instead of your personal account, you add a business account, whatever it is, just allow yourself to be seen. It's like pulling the bandaid off, just get established, get a simple website, whatever it is, right? Think offline and online, Are you allowing others to see you? And I keep in mind, this is not like a big hoopla yet. This is just establishing a minor presence, physical ability to be seen, right? Baby steps. (sighs) Okay, good. Step one, done. Okay, word of warning. Once you do that, please do not compare yourself to the highlight reel of someone who has been doing this for five, six, seven, or 10 years, right? You're going to look at your thing and you're going to compare it to someone else who's been doing it for a decade. And then you're going to feel like crap, right? Do not do that. You don't know what that person looked like on day one of their thing. Do not compare your day one with their day 10,000. Okay. I have caught myself doing this. So that's why I'm telling you. I remember I was working with a coach and she'd been around for over a decade and her business is really successful. And I don't know how many years I was in by that time, maybe five. And I thought to myself, oh, well, she's doing that. And oh my God, I should be doing this. And I was like, wait a minute. She's like five years ahead. Like who knows where I can be in five years and I don't even have to be where she is. But why was I comparing myself with someone who'd been in the game twice as long as I had. Okay. So tip one, most basic, start with definition one of visibility, being able to be seen. Tip two is 
try U plus one. You plus one. And this is what I mean by that. When we've got our platform set up and we're going to announce to the world, we've got the thing, right? Most of us are going to stay safe. I know I did, right? So I'm so sick of vanilla. I'm so sick of everything that blends in with everybody else. We know right now that attention is the hottest currency on the internet. We need to capture attention. And if you're like most of the people I work with, you are not attention grabbers. You're like people who are really authentic, laid back, natural folk, right? You're not the attention grabber. You're not the neon lights and bells and whistles. But the problem is if you stay completely in your comfort zone, you're going to mistake authenticity and you're going to conflate comfort zone and authenticity, right? Comfort zone is vanilla. It's safe, Authenticity is allowing people to see you, right? So when I say you plus one, that is a step outside of your comfort zone and allow that rich authenticity of you. And this is where you're asked to stretch yourself, right? I know I've had to do this and I have to promise you guys behind the scenes stuff because I said I was going to tell you all the behind the scenes stuff. So I guess I have to tell you. (laughs) Oh, fine. So here's the deal. (laughs) Why do I run myself into this stuff? You guys literally like my face is pink right now. I don't know why this is making me go pink, but when we think about images that you put out, When you're trying to create visibility, again, we're not trying to be attention grabby. You're trying to be authentic, right? Not the safe, vanilla, boring version of you, but you, right? You plus one, the one that's just a step out of your comfort zone. That's this this sort of high definition you, right? I've had to do this journey myself. So you can go back and look on my own um, social media feeds and see it for yourself. But for me, what I had to do with that is I started really safe and I've even made fun of myself with this, but like, it was like in Switzerland to be considered like a respectable leader. I noticed that all the women that I was working with, I was a head of intercultural management. I noticed all the women I was working with wore gray blazers So what did I do? I bought a gray blazer because I also wanted to be seen. I can't believe I'm telling you guys this. I also wanted to be seen as a respectable leader, right? It was hard enough being a woman in a leadership position in this context because there was a lot of men in leadership there. Um, So I really wanted to make sure, and I was young, you know, compared to some of the other women that were leading and I wanted to be seen as credible. I can't believe I'm telling you this is so embarrassing. And the gray blazer, you guys, oh man, I have to put that on social media so you can see it. But I stayed safe and I kept that when I left corporate and I started my own company. Then of course the photo shoot that I did was also very safe. And what it actually did and this is what I found out later from my clients, was on some levels, it pushed people away because they felt I was so corporate-y that I only worked with like CEOs. And this one client in particular, she was a stay-at-home mom and she was amazing. Um, And she told me later, she was like, actually, I didn't even know if we would work together because it looked like you only 
worked with like corporate executives. So I wasn't in U plus one. I was in safe, right? I was gray blazer Sunday. (laughs) You know, like don't ruffle any feathers. God forbid if you wear color, you know what I mean? Um, And that was actually repelling some potential clients. And I was just on the phone with a woman who's followed me since then. She's like, yeah, I've really watched how things have changed with you. Um, You used to really be corporate. (laughs) And I think what she really meant is used to be really stiff (laughs) with that gray blazer. But for real, so this is the thing. I really want you to think about what would you plus one look like if you are going to be visible, being able to be seen now pragmatically, what kind of images do you select for your Facebook, you know, cover or your profile? Is it safe vanilla? It's not attention grabby bills and whistles unless that's you. Then you do you and we do not need to have this conversation, right? But most of the people that I work with are more like would rather be on the safe side, want to put themselves out there, but are, are hesitant, right? I get that. What about the images? Every image you consider putting up there, I want you to put through the lens of you plus one. Is this me authentically, not safe, authentic, right? Maybe you're laughing. Maybe you're in that like reflective mode. Maybe you're being playful. Maybe it's the super serious, whatever it is. Maybe it's kind of sexy, like whatever that is. For you, is it safe or is it authentic? That means you plus one. I would encourage you when you're developing your visibility to have that. What are you doing on your videos, right? Think about your opinions that you share. I always tell my clients, I want BBOs. What are your big bossy opinions, right? Share from your heart what lights your fire, right? And that is you plus one. And then... Watch what happens when you put something out there, you hit send on you plus one. Watch what happens. You know what will happen? One of two things. Either absolutely nothing because it wasn't as scary as you thought it would be and nobody really thought that was so bad. (laughs) Or you're going to get a positive response and people are going to resonate with it right? So just try that. This is baby steps. Invite yourself to go away from safe and just go you plus one to reach more authenticity, right? That's tip two, you plus one. Tip three is fall in love with your business. Fall in love with your business. If you know me, you know, my philosophy is to love the crap out of your people. Right. And I know that's not very eloquent, but really who do you want to love on in terms of helping them solve a problem? Whose life do you want to make easier? What, if you're a product-based business, then what product will improve someone's life, make them have more joy or reduce their stress? right? This is important. This isn't about you. This is about them. And this is really connected to visibility. Because when we feel scared putting ourselves out there, we quickly make it about us. But it is not. It is about them. 
right? So I get sick of seeing my face online (laughs) when I'm doing like a sales campaign for something. And when I'm sick of that, I always think Sunday, just put this message out there. Because if you reach one woman today with this, one woman, it will be worth it, right? This is not about you. It's about them. So this is the chance for you to embrace the second sort of dictionary definition of visibility, and that is to attract general attention. But it is not attention on you. It is attention on them, their attention to their problem or their attention to what they crave, right? Because a lot of people are terrified of the spotlight. But honestly, our job, most, especially coaches, especially expat coaches, our job is to serve, right? We put the spotlight on how we can help, how we can help. I was trained, um, one of my coach trainings is with Dr. Martha Beck, and she talks about how coaching, the ultimate goal of coaching is to reduce human suffering. Like if you boil it down uh, completely, it's to reduce human suffering. And we might be suffering because we're trying to reach a goal and we can't, or we're struggling with bigger issues of self-worth, or we're trying to create something and we want to go faster, right? Human suffering. So think about how you can put their attention on what they want. Okay, start there. That's you loving on them, right? And now the visibility is not about you. And this helps you fall in love with your business because you care about these people. You care about their outcomes. Even in a corporate context, it's like, I care so deeply about people's lived experiences, how their stress levels are at work. How are they connecting at home? How confident do they feel connecting across cultures, right? I care about that for them. And so that helps you have a a love affair with your business, right? Remember, it's about them and it's not about you, right? And so (laughs) this is a love affair in a sense of a labor of love. (laughs) In the beginning, it might be hard and you have to invest and you need to be intentional. And in the hard days, you need to remember why you said yes. And that's why it always goes back to them right? So just a side tip for those of you who are still stuck on how you want to serve and you, you don't know exactly like who your ideal client is. Maybe you've done all those avatar exercises with marketing, you know, gurus, and you're still stuck. Here's one little side tip to help you. Who do you want to be talking behind your back? And what do you want them to say? That is your ideal client. That is the impact you want to have on them. Right? Start there. Remember, this is about loving who you serve, loving the impact that you make. Okay. So tip three is fall in love with your business. The first part is this isn't about you. Guess what? The second part, this is all about you. 
<laughs> You're like, wait a minute, Sunday just told me it's not about me. What? No, for real, it's both. Okay. What are you here to do? Why are you here doing this? Right? Like what is you creating visibility, you creating visibility on the problems that you can help solve? What is that going to enable you to create in your life? Maybe it's more time with your kids. Maybe it's more money so you can afford those vacations. Maybe it's going to help you invest in that high dollar program that you want. Maybe it's going to be that flight to go back home when flights are finally um, unblocked, right? What is that? And that sense of purpose will help you show up every day to do what you need to do to put yourself out there, right? So I invite you to hold that duality when you fall in love with your business. Remember, it's not about you. And this is all about you. Keep what you're trying to create in your life via your business visible to you. All right, everyone. I've been on fire about the V word today, visibility. <laughs> and this is my answer to people who ask me, well, how do I get started? Right? You are so smart. You know how to go and, you know, figure out your corporate structure. Should it be an LLC? Should it be, you know, self-employed? You know, get a website, landing page, et cetera. But it's really around how are you going to establish presence? Be in love with who you want to serve and start sharing value with those that you care about, that you're uniquely suited to serve to call their attention to what they need, right? You're being of service and helping them. Remember, this isn't about you and this is all about you. All right, you have been listening to Expat Happy Hour with Sunday Schneider Bean. We've got a lot going on over here behind the scenes at sundaybean.com. There are two things that are really important to me that I wanted to make sure I mention before I share something special with you at the end. The first one is if you aren't already signed up for Expat Coach Secrets, don't hesitate to go to the show notes and do so because we've got five weeks of amazing workshops from Expat Coach Coalition graduates and really sort of authentic, transparent, truth-telling power sessions from me. We're dishing out the details, right, um, about some of the real-life challenges of running a successful business online and serving expats. So join us because we're going to dive into the things that some people think are taboo and we're going to share tested strategies that work, right? You can check that in the show notes. And if you are an aspiring coach or an expat coach and you know you would like to be by my side so that I can help you elevate your business and the way you show up for your clients and also not have to recreate the wheel and develop your own tested tools for expats. I've got a decade of resources for you at my fingertips. I would love to share with you in Expat Coach Coalition. So check it out. Apply now. Spots are failing. All right. I'll leave you with the words from Bernard Calvin Clive. Visibility without value is vanity. Vanity. 